1: And they have concluded that Vice President Harris is not capable, um, that, that uh, when her IQ
2: gets to 75, she should should sell. <laughs> uh, Senator John Kennedy, what was that, when her IQ hits 75, she should sell? That's a good line. I'm, I've never actually heard that about an IQ before. That's pretty funny. He's a funny guy, that Senator Kennedy. We should have more funny guys up there. I think he's probably the funniest member of Congress, wouldn't you say? Some others are funny, but unintentionally. <laughs> Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez comes to mind. All right, right, let's. Uh, so much to get to. Let me uh, let me plow ahead here. San Francisco, remember, remember uh, Joe Biden just made reference to it in uh, Soundbite we played a couple of minutes ago. The G20 summit, San Francisco Bay Area, Xi Jinping came in, uh, the Chinese communist dictator from communist Chinese China uh, with the slave labor and the forced labor camps and the Uyghurs and the... You know, there—it's uh, everywhere you look. There are Nazis everywhere, aren't there? They got them here. They got them there. It's amazing, really. What's the difference, commies, Nazis? Uh, the difference is this great. I'm holding my right index finger one half of an inch over my right thumb. Uh, this close, I'm telling you, uh, the Chinese commies and Hitler's Socialist Workers Party, on and on. But let's go to uh, let's go to San Francisco. Because in San Francisco, there's a young man, he's in his 30s, early 30s, I would even say. He uh, says he's a software software engineer. His name is Jeremy Bernier or Bernier and uh, B-E-R-N-I-E-R. And he was on the television early this morning talking about San Francisco. He moved there quite recently, and uh, he says he's traveled a lot. He's been around uh, around the world. And he got to San Francisco fairly recently, and then and then he went away. He didn't say where. Uh, he traveled away from San Francisco, business or family or whatever, but he wasn't there for a while. And, uh, and when he came to San Francisco, it's like, hey, I keep seeing stuff on the Internet and social media that makes San Francisco look like it's some kind of a third-world hellhole. But I got there, and it wasn't so bad. Uh, but it turns out his arrival coincided with Xi Jinping's arrival, and the Democrat governor of California, whose approval rating has never been as low as it is today, he cleaned up all the homeless people and the and the human feces and the human waste and the the uh, people sprawled out on the sidewalk, overdosing on drugs and the mentally ill people wandering in traffic. Cleaned it all up for Xi Jinping, and then had uh, school children line the streets and the roads. Waving Chinese communist flags, and then there were reports later that they were all paid. They were paid children because you know they love it probably a, a you know a, a pauper's wage because they love. They have all kinds of forced child labor in China, making your Nike shoes and your your Lululemon sweatpants. They have sweatpants. Is that what they have? And uh, I don't, I've never. I don't think I've ever been in a Lululemon. But when I go to one, I might just loot it because I know their policy is. Looting is fundamental. That's a they still have Sesame Street on the TV. They, hey, looting is fundamental. Teaching the kids about looting—it's great. All right, so let's go to uh, Jeremy Jeremy Bernier, who is a San Francisco resident and uh, a software software engineer, and uh, and he's talking about the city of San Francisco where he now lives.
3: It's a disgrace. So I've been to fifty plus countries and traveled the world. I've never seen anything like this. I mean, I've seen poverty before, but this is like an open-air trap house. You've got—it's just ground zero of the fentanyl crisis. You've got people literally smoking fentanyl, taking these drugs out on the streets. And, of course, you've got the tents and camps while you've got a playground with children playing right nearby. And this is blocks away from the mayor's office. It's just unbelievable to me that a city and country with such immense wealth can have such just blatant poverty and and suffering,
2: and suffering. Yeah, it's you could call it poverty. It's drug addiction and mental illness, and we throw people out in the street to die out there, to fend for themselves. I've been to fifty plus countries. He says, uh, and it's an open air what? What did he call it? Open air something. Trap. Oh yeah, trap house. Trap house. That's right. Yeah, yeah, drug uh, drug house. And he's right, of course, but he. He said, you know, I got there and Xi Jinping was coming and I saw it and I was like, oh, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Everything I saw on social media looks pretty good. Then he only realized later, after he left San Francisco and came back and had reverted to its normal filthy self, he said, oh, then I realized they cleaned it up for Xi Jinping, but not for the taxpayers or the residents or the normal people. You know, Nancy Pelosi's husband's going to get hit in the head with another hammer one of these days. Uh, But... He is. At a, and he keeps talking about young guy. He's traveling. He's like, oh, I, I'm telling you, I've been everywhere, man. And I never seen anything like this.
3: Never seen this anywhere in the world. Uh, just I mean, like if you can't solve it, then we need to replace leadership to somebody else who can. But I mean, you can say all the things in the world, tweet, whatever. But it's it's there. It's clear. Everybody here knows that. And uh, I mean, it's so you, you got to fix it
2: and you got to fix it. Now he's a lefty. He's a young left. He went on to say that he thinks what did he call it a basic income. Uh, he's he's he, he was advocating that everybody should be given an income. Like okay, well you're you're young and stupid. Okay, I think everybody should be. You live in San Francisco and in California. We're gonna have to raise your taxes to ninety percent, and then everybody will have a basic income. So you better get back to work. Get back to work. So here he is where he talks about. Uh, xi Jinping he kind of did a donut loop around Xi Jinping's visit and he was deceived but then he sort of caught up and now he thinks everybody should have a basic income
3: i first arrived in san francisco uh, a week before the xi jinping uh, arrived and I came into San Francisco expecting the worst because all over social media, it's it looks terrible, right? So when I arrived to San Francisco, actually I was surprised that it seemed really clean and fine. I mean, yes, there were the bad areas around the Civic Civic Center area, but the good areas were really fine. So I thought, oh wow, this this is, I mean, the media is is, uh, is showing like an overly dystopian view of it. Then I left the city for a couple weeks. Just arrived back here on Saturday walked through the tenderloin, and I saw that, and yeah. it's like, okay, wow. Either yes. it was cleaned up for Xi Jinping, and then it got bad, or they never cleaned up Xi Jinping. I don't know, because I wasn't there during it.
2: Yeah, uh, we can explain that uh, to you. It's, uh, they they had the Potemkin village stood up for the communist leader's visit, and then they threw all the mentally ill, drug-addicted people back on the sidewalk the moment the communist dictator left. Didn't Joe Biden call, Biden call him a dictator and then— uh, yeah, so uh, we got that. That's sure. Yeah, you know he's. Uh, uh, maybe he'll learn. It's possible that he'll learn. Just, uh, just amazing. All right, let's get back to uh, the because they ruin San Francisco. They dress it up for the visit of a communist leader, but they, they ruin it because they're the left, and they destroy everything. And then, eventually, they get around to killing everybody because people start to realize that they've destroyed everything. And if you complain, well, like the mayor of New York, first the FBI shows up, they seize your cell phones and your iPad and, and grab your chief fundraiser woman and threaten you with prison for taking illegal money from Turkey. And then a woman shows up with hours left in the law to accuse you of a rape 30 years ago. Uh, welcome to your party, Eric Adams. Amazing. Now let's go to uh, let's go to New York because New York is on the East Coast, San Francisco on the West Coast, both run by leftists and and you know how they are. They uh, they love violence and mayhem. Let's go to the Manhattan Bridge because the Manhattan Bridge protest was yesterday, Sunday, uh, at the end of the long Thanksgiving weekend. I actually had a long Thanksgiving weekend. I had Thursday and Friday off, and uh, Saturday and Sunday, too. I-, I was collecting stuff the whole time, but, but you know. So let's go to uh, summit number 16. They love this hey, hey, ho, ho. Uh, Michael said to me this morning, said, you know, if I never hear hey, hey, ho, ho again in my lifetime, that'd be just fine. But here come the – it's a violent mob of pro-Hamas Democrats that shut down the Manhattan Bridge at the end of a holiday weekend when people are traveling all over the place. Manhattan is fairly densely populated. Here are the Democrats uh, laying in traffic. Did you see that a bunch of them glued themselves to – what was it, Fifth Avenue? to prote- In the middle of the Thanksgiving Day parade, a bunch of liberals glued their hands to Fifth Avenue in the middle of the parade. Should I have elephants trample them. I th- Do they still have elephants in the parade? Should I have uh, elephants trample Here they are shutting down the Manhattan Bridge yesterday, Sunday. Hey, hey, oh, oh, the occupation has got to go. Hey, hey, oh, oh, the occupation has got to go. Hey, hey, ho, oh, oh, ho, the occupation has got to go. The occupation has got to go. That means Israel. That's the state of Israel that they're referring to as the occupation. And what they're uh, voicing is the Hitler worldview. And everybody throws around Hitler and Nazi, but it's everywhere. And the, the, the irony is they've been calling everybody Hitler and Nazi for so long that the words don't have the impact that they once had. And now that there are genocidal anti-Semites calling for the extermination of the state of Israel, who is your Nazi now? Honestly. And, the, and you're so dumb they sit there clapping like idiots, saying, hey, hey, ho, ho, um, you know, the Jewish state has got to go, and then they have the temerity and the lack of knowledge to call everybody else around them Nazis. I, was, I went out to meet up with a friend last night. I went to a, a place in Washington, D.C., a restaurant, and, uh, and you know, they serve beer and I was sitting at the bar. It was unusually empty yesterday. And some guy next to me in his 60s, gray beard, um, overweight, huge liberal, and uh, he was telling me about his wife's many degrees, her master's, her PhD, Berkeley, the University of Chicago, Yale. And he kept going on and on about this. And then I started ignoring him. And another poor person walked up and he started telling this poor person about his wife's degrees from Berkeley and the University of Chicago. And Yale, I'm like, well, you're kind of a one-note uh, guy. And he uh, and he was engaging me in conversation. I was playing along and being nice and having a beer. And uh, a Kono Longboard, Kono, Kono Longboard was my beer of choice. And, uh, and he said, yeah, you know, and he started, I don't even know how he brought it up, but he said, yeah, these right-wing fanatics, these nutcases who think that, Hitler is all that and a bag of chips. I'm like, yeah, who's right-wing nutcase who think that? And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not on duty, so I just let it go. And I'm waiting for my friend to arrive. He hadn't quite arrived yet. And uh, and he's like, yeah, these right-wing nuts who think that Adolf Hitler is all that and a bag of chips, right? And I didn't want to point out that it's left-wingers on college campuses that are calling for the extermination of the state of Israel and chanting the Hamas chant from the river to the sea. I didn't want to have to point that out. And blocking the Manhattan Bridge, calling for what they say is a ceasefire, but not in Ukraine, no ceasefire in Ukraine. So the, uh, the Manhattan Bridge, uh, listen, they're, they're anti-Israel, they're pro-Hamas, they're useful idiots, they're brainwashed, glassy-eyed zombies, clanting, cl- clapping and chanting, I combined clapping and chanting, Uh, uh, hey, hey, ho, ho, the state of Israel and all those annoying Jews have got to go. No more weapons, no more war. Permanent ceasefire is what we're for. No more more weapons, no more war. Permanent ceasefire is what we're for. Yeah. A A pause is not enough. Hamas loves this. If Hamas could send them money, Hamas would send them money. The protest on the bridge. We won't leave! We won't leave! Until permanent ceasefire! Until permanent ceasefire! Ceasefire. Listen to that. These people self-describe as liberal... The cops are overwhelmed. They don't know what to do with I think fire hoses. Listen to this. This started This started, we're making history. Uh, I think the you know, the fire trucks from the airports with the foam truck cannons on the roof, and you hose them down, maybe push them off the bridge into the water. Um, the cops don't know what to do with us. The cops don't care. They're all resigning in record numbers in New York City because the left runs the city. And these people on the bridge might as well be on the city council and in the mayor's office because this is what the Democrats have done. Hey, you know CBDs, right? CBDs? CBDs are in everything these days. And my friends at Generic CBD have infused CBDs CBD's into their number one best-selling deep-penetrating muscle and joint cream. And let me tell you, this stuff is amazing. If you looked at the reviews online, melts right into your knees, your elbows, shoulders, back, especially your knuckles, your fingers. goes to work in a matter of seconds, and even my best girl says it's a fantastic moisturizer. We've got it at home. The company's called GenericCBD.com. You've heard me talk about them before. They sell premium CBD products for a lot less cash. And right now, you can try their muscle and joint cream for free. You pay $2.95 for shipping, but it's not a subscription. There are no strings attached. They want you to try it because they know you're going to want more for everybody around you and for you. Get your free sample today at GenericCBD.com. That's G-E-N-E-R-I-C-C-B-D.com. GenericCBD.com. These products and statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration, these products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, prevent any disease or illness. Yeah, the uh, this is what the Democrat Party has done with their cultural dominance, information dominance. They took over the campuses and the teachers' unions, and we have the zombie apocalypse. It's upon us. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com.
0: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory...
2: Uh, The zombie apocalypse is here, and it's the youths. They've been brainwashed. They've been indoctrinated. And uh, they're out of their stinking minds, shutting down the Manhattan Bridge, going in and out of Manhattan, as you might expect. New York City. I haven't even shared with you the attack at the high school, the riot at the high school, hunting the Jewish teacher. Trying to lynch her because Democrats. There is a racial component in a lot of this too, but the news media won't cover that. And the news media very upset, very upset that the uh, very upset that the three Palestinian men were shot in Vermont. All three are still alive, but the news media is not reporting everything that happened in Chicago over the long. Thanksgiving weekend or Baltimore or D.C. In fact, you know where the D.C. mayor is? That's coming up. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about... Now, there is a, uh, an environmental journal, an environmental journal, they call it, the, and the Springer Link. Um, there is an article by an environmentalist named Joshua Lukzak, Lukzak, and it's called Climate Denialism. There's an expletive deleted it right in the headline that I can't use. It's, it's BS. It's the full word for BS. Climate Denialism. B.S. is harmful. Hamas denialism uh, is harmful. I think that's a bigger problem. Climate denialism, B.S. is harmful. And it turns out in the course of this article, the paper suggests that some climate denialism is beep. Those who spread it do not display the proper concern for the truth. Yeah, lefties uh, over here. This paper also shows that this beep is harmful in some significant ways. Now, I only mention this because it goes on and it uses the BS word in the single article more than a hundred times because he's very concerned about the weather. Very concerned about the weather. Which also reminds me that, and, and, and they're all insane. They're all just completely insane. They're, they're mentally disturbed. Um, nuts. Nutty. Now, the mayor of Washington, D.C., you, maybe you've heard of her. She um, is Muriel Bowser, and she's horrible. She's terrible. She doesn't care about murder or anything like that. But um, she is in, where is she now? She's in the United Arab Emirates. She's not here. She decided to go to the Middle East in the middle of a war against Israel. You know why? To talk about the weather, to talk about climate. She's gone. This is pretty amazing. She's gone to the Middle East to talk about the climate, because the climate is what they're really concerned about. These people are all insane. Am I right? Of course I am. Just nuts. Mariel, and, and of course, you know I'm paying for it. We D.C. taxpayers are paying for her lunacy to go to the Middle East to talk about the weather. As the mayor of the Capital of the United States of America, she has gone to the Middle East to talk about. War in the Middle East? No. Uh, immigration? No. The weather, the climate, because they're all insane. Are they all insane, Michael? Yes, they are. Boy, oh boy. And this guy who uh, used the BS word more than 100 times in his, uh, his article about the, the weather, the mayor going to the Middle East for the weather. Remind me of another story that popped over the weekend from the Business Insider. And it is a hit piece on, uh, almost literally, on President Trump. Here's the headline from the Business Insider, uh, Business Insider, written by Sonam Sheth. Sonam Sheth wrote the uh, the story here. S-O-N-A-M, last name S-H-E-T-H, Sheth. Okay. The headline is here's what happens if Donald Trump dies while running in the 2024 presidential election. Okay? Donald Trump is currently the Republican front runner uh, heading into the 2024 election. He's 77 years old and will turn 78 in June. Joe Biden is 142. And that what he said, 142, whatever word he, whatever age he used. If Trump dies while running for re-election, a few different things could happen. And it writes the story. Now, this story um, is not particularly long. It's fairly brief. But he mentions Trump dying six times, six times, in the article, which clearly is a demonstration of wishful thinking on the part of the author of the uh, of the lunacy, because Democrats... They're the left. They're not liberals. They're the left. They love death. Now, with uh, with that said, let's go to the violent mob of criminals at the high school in uh, New York City. Just extraordinary. Mm, 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 mm. Um, and we still have the the Middle East too, because you know a lot of stuff going on there. Um, we have some violence. Well, you know you know what they did that the. Uh, the youths in the school rioted because one teacher at the high school went to a pro-Israel rally. The teacher has not been publicly identified. It is a woman. We know that much. We believe that the woman is Jewish, and she went to a pro-Israel rally and had a sign that said, I stand with Israel, or words to that effect, Right. Um, and students at the high school in New York City found out about it and turned it into a riot and attacked her, hunting her in the school. She had to take refuge and lock herself into a building, uh, into a into a room in the uh, in the uh, in the school because a violent mob of several hundred students were, rioting through the school, trashing the place, hunting her down. And if they had found her, who knows? Here's the headline from the New York Post. Jewish teacher hides in Queens High School as students riot. They want her fired. Is the uh, no, She's lucky she made it out alive. Hundreds of radicalized kids rampage through the halls of a Queens High School this week for nearly two hours after they discovered a teacher had attended a pro Israel rally, forcing the terrified educator to hide in a locked office as the teen mob tried to push its way into her classroom. The New York Post has learned, and they all, of course, have videos and posted videos of the of the thing. Now here's the thing, we looked for a video of the raw stuff, and they posted the students posted the videos. Of them rioting and hunting the the Jewish teacher, and they added music to this is Queens, New York City, one of the five boroughs, New York City, United States of America, and this is the music that they added to their riot video while they hunted the Jewish women inside the school. <laughs> Now, this is jihad music, of course. The mayhem at Hillcrest High School in Jamaica, Queens unfolded shortly after 11 a.m. in what students called a pre-planned protest over the teacher's Facebook profile photo showing her at a pro-Israel rally in Queens on October 9th holding a poster saying, I stand with Israel. The teacher was seen holding a sign of Israel. Like supporting it, a senior told the New York Post. A bunch of kids decided to make a group a group chat, expose her, talk about it, and then talk about starting a riot. Hundreds of kids flooded into the hallways and ran amok, chanting, jumping, shouting, waving Palestinian flags and banners. Those are Hamas flags and banners. Many tried to barge into the teacher's classroom despite school staffers blocking their entry. Everyone was yelling, free Palestine, a senior said. Everyone was screaming, the teacher needs to go, a ninth grader said. Now, her name and her phone number and her address have been posted, that's called doxing, on left-wing websites threatening the woman, uh, and it's just uh, absolutely amazing stuff. Let's go to uh, soundbite number eight. This is... A New York City councilman who is a Republican, amazingly, Joe Borelli, who has not wedged his head into a dark and remote location, talking about the attack at the school.
1: I'm sure that school is used to kids fighting, maybe even gang problems between rival groups of students. But what we see in these videos is a straight up lynch mob. I mean, this is a mob of students that was hell bent uh, on using intimidation and bullying, if not violence, uh, to intimidate one of their teachers uh, into s- submitting to a political opinion uh, that she may not disagree with.
2: May not disagree. But he, well, he misspoke a little bit at the end. But, you know, it's New York. And... Uh... It meant to, you know, has a point of view that they, that they may disagree with. Um, New York City Councilman Joe Borelli.
1: You can see every one of those kids uh, has their cell phones out there recording this. Uh, th- this is like, you know, in some ways Hamas uh, recording their crimes. I mean, these are kids who want to show what they're doing. In this case, they're proud uh, of, of intimidating this student, uh, this teacher, rather. They're proud of intimidating this teacher and be- be- because she has an opinion that they might not agree with.
2: Um, It has been noted that practically all of the students are African American, this Jamaica Queens High School, where they're uh, looking to lynch the Jewish woman uh, because she went to a pro-Israel rally, and they are genocidal anti-Semites. We should be asking, where did they learn this? But we know where they learned it. There has to
1: be accountability for this, uh, but uh, unfortunately, even when you see stuff like this go on in a school, uh, people are only encouraged because they've seen other protests around the city also go unpunished. Uh, we had people shut down a bridge last night. Uh, we had another group uh, defacing our public library, one of the greatest institutions uh, in in the city of New York, is our New York Public Library. Uh, and some of these pro-Palestinian protesters were defacing uh, and vandalizing some of the some of those uh, buildings and facades. Uh, when that goes on punished. I'm actually not surprised that, you know, lower down the food chain you see high school students thinking that this is an appropriate way to act uh, and this is a way they can behave without getting any
2: consequences. Consequences? Come on. You you want consequence? That would ruin everything. You can't have consequences. Let's go to a Democrat politician, former member of the House of Representatives, liberal Democrat, woman, African American, Donna Edwards.
0: The question
4: is about the um, the um, a- aggressive response of Israel that has resulted in such su- huge civilian loss of civilian life, women and children um, in, in Gaza. And uh, so I do think that there is pressure that the president can put on Netanyahu and on the Netanyahu government. And the fact is that President Biden, I think, is far more influential um, in this entire process um, of what happens next than Bibi Netanyahu is.
2: Ah, uh, see, Netanyahu is the bad guy to the left today. He is a strong leader in favor of the West and against radical Islamic terrorism. Therefore, he's the villain of this story. Let's go to MSDNC from this morning, soundbite number 12, Katy Kay, who's a British person who loves Botox. And she's with the BBC, the British Broadcasting Corporation. But she also gets paid by MSDNC because she's a filthy, ignorant leftist. And she hates Western civilization. You know, how these people ended up in this place, I really can't explain. But she's talking about the hostages being held by the terrorists in Israel. And it turns out that uh, the hostage takers are not the bad guys. And uh, CNN is reporting that at least seven of the hostages are now being held by other radical Islamic terrorist groups other than Hamas. And here's Katy Kay calling the terrorists civilians, among other things. There was
4: some um, skepticism of the notion that emerged early on when Hamas said it didn't have all of the... Uh, hostages, that that was possible given that Hamas controls Gaza. But I think actually we've come to the awareness over the last few days, as some of these hostages have come out, that that is the case. And we know that on October the 7th, some Hamas, some of the people who fl- went across the border were Hamas, but there were also other civilians from within Gaza, from other, other groups who went over and took hostages themselves. And, and that is clearly a complication.
2: It's clearly a complication. There were other civilians. Wait. So when you say other, that means Hamas are civilians. And there are other civilians who just happen to be hostage takers. So she's saying that every stinking, rotten Palestinian is a criminal hostage taker. They're all terrorists, and they're all civilians. See? That's the uh, the thing.
4: Some Hamas, some of the people who went across the border were Hamas, but there were also other civilians from within
2: Gaza, from other groups other civilians from other groups. They're not terrorists. It's not another terrorist group. They're all civilians. They're the innocent victims in this. This is critical race theory and and, uh, DEI. Now, she also goes on to say that they're really nice hostage takers, that they really wanted to feed the hostages, but they didn't have any food because Israel, the Jews, are the bad guy, and otherwise they would have fed the hostages real good food.
4: It was interesting that we heard just there from... The reporting that one of the hostages who came out said that some days they didn't have food. That gives you an indication of the kind of pressures that the hostage takers are under. That there are days when they can't necessarily feed them.
2: It's the, we got to uh, be sympathetic to the hostage takers. Some days didn't have enough food to feed the hostages. They really wanted to. That's the presupposition that we're beginning with here. This is dementia. This is. This is NBC News. She's BBC, uh, combined to make an egg roll with uh, NBC, BBC, NBC. That's just amazing. Boy. Then Mika and the gang, they were very upset that three Palestinian men were shot uh, by a white guy in Vermont over there. That's because Vermont is all white guys, but you know what are you going to do? Um, and and this is real bad because they're Palestinians
0: A suspect has been arrested in connection to Saturday night's shooting of three college students of Palestinian descent in Burlington, Vermont. Tell me about him a 48 year old white male was white. detained yesterday after law enforcement found probable cause during a search warrant on his apartment to arrest the suspect the alleged suitor will be arraigned in court later today
2: suitor. he's a suitor, not a shooter. And uh, he's white. He's but what does that have? To, if he was black, do you think they'd say that uh, the three Palestinians were shot by a black man? Because I took a look at the weekend violence, and what do we have? Uh, what do we have for him, Mickey? In Chicago, 29 shot over the Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, MSNBC didn't mention it this morning. 29 people. Now, these three guys were shot, and it's terrible. Don't go around shooting They were dressed in the in the uh, Hamas uh, headdress, and uh, according to reports, they were speaking Arabic out on the street. Were they really, really loud? Because this guy came out of his apartment across the street, shot three of them. All three of them are alive, and that's a good thing. But in Chicago, 29 were shot, and MSNBC didn't mention them in dc we don't even keep track anymore the highest number in about 30 years but msnbc is not going to talk about it it's important because a white guy has been arrested that really is i'd say you no know, like man bites dog's leg off so it's big news at uh, msnbc our news media also did you see the uh, the reporter from the BBC, Jeremy Bowen, who got it all wrong on the Gaza hospital being bombed. He said by Israel and the building was flattened and hundreds dead, got it all wrong. Asked whether, you know, he regrets that. He said, no, I don't really feel particularly bad about that. I'm fine with that. And then I think he said something like death to the Jews.
4: That gives you an indication of the kind of pressures that the hostage takers are under.
2: Yeah, great uh, Fox News story. D.C. mayor travels to Dubai for climate change conference amid spiraling crime. They don't care about human life. They're the left. Send a check to Planned Parenthood. My friend Bill uh, suggests that we should actually encourage liberal women to convert to Islam and then encourage them to move to Muslim countries where they'll be treated like doormats and, and live out their lives being abused. Uh, It's like the replacement theory in reverse. But you get rid of these lunatics, that would be good. Now, uh, President Trump, you know President Trump. They got that article where it talks about him dying six times. Six times they talk about him dying in one article. President Trump draws cheers, some booze, in um, the Clemson, South Carolina football game. The president showed up, and he was very, very popular. I found video of the Clemson band booing him. You know what kind of people you have in the band, right? They're band people. They go to band camp. You know what band camp is for, don't you? President Trump, the crowd went wild. They loved him. Clemson, South Carolina football game. Crowd went wild. Some of the band members, they're suffering from gender dysphoria. They were booing, making videos of themselves. I'll be back tomorrow.